What if through compassionate mindfulness and omnipresent awareness, you became instrumental in creating lasting impact? What if you surrounded yourself with people who had the same mission as you did? Welcome to Mindful Mompreneur Moments, the podcast that will provide the midlife mompreneur with a combination of mindset, mindfulness, and meditation tools. Each month, we delve into a specific theme that will allow you to take actionable steps that may just spark a little fire and get you pumped for whatever comes next. I'm Shilpa, founder of Omni Mindfulness Coaching. And I'm Tanya, founder of Zenya Coaching. In this space, we will share impactful interviews that tell compelling stories, relevant insights, and guided meditations. The stories we share through the lens of mindful entrepreneurs will resonate with you and give you an opportunity to be inspired. Thanks for tuning in. Next up, Lisa Virtue. Lisa is a sought-after career coach, entrepreneur, and storyteller, leveraging 20 years of leadership experience at exclusive community-based organizations to help businesswomen around the world feel confident and competent in their career changes. She is the author of the book, Career Mama, COVID Edition, Normalizing the Conversation Around Mom's Career Changes. She is wildly in love with nature and is now a recovering extreme sports athlete. Lisa is a senior professional career coach through the International Association of Career Coaches and a certified change practitioner through Proxy. In helping others through their career journeys, she found her passion. It never got old and gave her joy and passion. She mindfully became aware that that is what she was meant to do every day. Stay tuned till the end for some powerful insights from Lisa. Here's Lisa Virtue. Hello, Lisa, and thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Particularly, actually, in the um, emergence part of our conversations um, and emergence in the life of a mompreneur in the midst of a pandemic. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you, Lisa, for being here. We're very excited. Thank you. So how did you arrive at becoming a mompreneur? Well, you know, I've always been an entrepreneur by spirit and by heart and grew up around entrepreneurs. So during my first 20 years of my career in leadership roles, I always had side gigs. So I was a photographer at one point. I was um, a bookkeeper and a business consultant helping my husband with a small business. And that all happened around when I had my daughter six years ago. So when I was on maternity leave, I wasn't really on leave. I was still working my side gig. And so from that perspective, I became a mompreneur even as early as when I first had my daughter and I had a newborn in my arm and I was on the computer helping businesses with their bookkeeping and their accounting and budgeting. Um, So 
all of that said, that was never my full-time gig. What I started doing during the pandemic was that reflection, like so many moms during 2020, just holy cow, look at all of the pressure we all have. One of us, and I'm, I'm fortunate to have a partner at home helping, but one of us had to make the tough decision of homeschooling, no daycare anymore. And also not only as a mom, I'm a daughter of my mom needed somewhere to stay and she needed care. So all of a sudden I became that sandwich generation um, sitting there going, I can't keep working these 16 hour unpredictable days on Zoom and still try to care for my daughter and my mom and their well-being. And of course, my um, husband and I had that conversation. He knew too that I always had that entrepreneur pull and it just never was the right time. So part of the silver lining amongst all of that pressure was I looked at him one weekend and I said, something happened at work and it was just that straw, right? I looked at him and I said, can I finally quit? (laughs) (laughs) Can I finally do this? And um, for us, you know, we knew we both had to have incomes to be able to pay our mortgage. And so that was always a pressure point as well, which is why I never took that leap completely. And so with that all said, it was at that point where it was like, you know what, it's going to work out. We have to have faith. We're going to jump in. And um, I became a mompreneur, not only for one business, but I went a little overboard. (laughs) I started more than one business and more than one project. Don't recommend that, but we can talk about that a little bit later on recommendations. But um, I was thrilled to be able to finally like have my own calls, be my own boss, be that CEO that can strategize and make the decisions. And um, the only person I have to say no to is myself now. Yeah, of course. And it's it's so nice that you already had it in you. You probably had some tendencies of being a boss mom for a while. So Mm-hmm. The pandemic has gotten many of us doing what we want to do, um, which is just a, a great thing that came out of this um, amidst the, the terrible things that have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just want to say I'm proud of you for taking Thank that you. leap. <laughs> Same to you, Mama. <laughs> Absolutely, Lisa. Um, especially when you feel like that nudge, the last straw mm-hmm. to make that shift that you needed. Um, in your book, you, you were seen doing yoga mm-hmm. and we were curious, um, how do you tie in mindfulness to your mompreneur journey? Yeah, the um, project Career Mama COVID edition came out of also that last straw, right? I was dealing with gender bias and all sorts of issues and the mindfulness for me on a daily basis was definitely compromised. So having to um, walk away from my day job and the executive suite I was in caused me to really seek that out more than anything at first. And I highly recommend that to any mompreneur that, you know, when you've got an idea or you are it, you're everything, you're the bookkeeper, you're the marketing person, you're the social media content creator, everything that goes into it it's so easy for the days to fly by and just forget about our own well-being where you think I'm going to be a mompreneur and have more time to take, you know, it's funny, this catch 22, oh, I'll have more time to do that. But then you don't know what you don't know. And so um, mindfulness for sure needs to be number one. The first thing I love yoga, I love doing it with my daughter. She has inspired me a lot because of course, with um, daycare, when they went to zoom before they shut down and then also with school, 
they would do a lot of yoga videos with the kids. And so that was really fun. And then we would take her on walks and find things like one day we found a snail. And so I said, well, you know what, today school is going to be about snails. And so we learned all about snails. And she also figured out how to do a snail pose with yoga. Oh, <laughs> so wow. Tying nice. in those daily habits into multiple um, components. I, that's part of mindfulness, right? Just making sure there's a theme behind it and tying it into the day-to-day, especially with your kids. But for me, the best thing I have done is a lot of neuroscience research for myself. Like I want to know the why behind the what. So when I go to do yoga or when I do breathing or meditation, um, and for some people that's prayer, why as humanity, is there a consistent theme that this works for everybody, regardless of your religious practice or your day-to-day? So the neuroscience for me is where I just have a lot of fun kind of geeking out on it. And one thing with breathing and the research I've been doing is where you have the two amygdala in your brain, right? The fight or flight, that's where it all starts. So when you're getting anxious and when your mompreneur, you know, scarcity mindset is everywhere, it shows up with finances and with um, followers, (laughs) you name it. People think I'm not going to have enough, not enough, not enough. So that is that fight or flight response that we all have, which is the modern day version of, you know, running away from a saber toothed tiger or as a mom protecting your babies from threats. Um, so what happens in the brain is that it only knows the past to try to predict your future. Right. And what I love to think about is that being present, why do we need to be present? Cause it shuts down your amygdala, your amygdala. It doesn't know how to function in the present mode. Right. And then also breathing. And there's studies now that breathe through your nose to get the oxygen in the proper place. So they've done studies where they um, match breathing to your nose versus breathing through your mouth. And so breathing through your nose is very essential in through your nose, out through your mouth and doing that with being present causes your amygdala to shut down. And so all you're able to do is feel content in the moment and kind of reset And then you can get your frontal lobe activated to do the logical explanation of, okay, why was I stressed out? What's going on? What steps do I need to take next? Um, Or was I just basing this off of a past experience I had, and it really has no relevance in my stress level at this point. Um, So with all of that said, breathing for me is probably takes the cake over everything else. Movement, you know, I've been in the fitness world and wellness world for 20 years, so all of that's very, I'm very mindful of the benefits and very passionate about get your body moving. Even if it's just go for a walk for 10 minutes, if that's all you've got, do something, get off your chair, move around. Um, but breathing, you can do that while you're working, while you're sitting at your desk, um, just reminding yourself to bring that oxygen in through your nose and be present. It's really fascinating that you've tied it with neuroplasticity and you're connecting these on a more scientific level. Um, do you additionally practice any other modalities in mindfulness? Journaling is my other big one I, and it's pen to paper, right? So not typing it out. Um, that being with the left brain and the right brain, here's another, another fun fact I like to talk about. Your left brain and your right brain, we're all both brained 
<laughs> people like to dump themselves into one category. Oh, I'm right brained or I'm left brain. Well, we all use both sides of our brain. We have preferences to what types of learning we do and how we communicate best or what fulfills us. But when you put pen to paper and the movement of the words on the page, it connects both sides. And so that is why I always advocate for that. And personally, especially when I'm, I've got so much on my mind or stress going on, when I just let it flow, most of the time I never look back at it, right? That's what the power of journaling is. Sometimes you look back years later and you're like, wait a minute, I'm having the same thoughts I had three years ago. Oh, I haven't changed. I just need to get back to my practices so I can feel more content or complete. Um, yeah. So journaling for me, that's huge. And I have, uh, as a career coach, I do a lot of journaling exercises with my clients, even the ones that say, oh, I don't like to do that. I yeah. don't journal. It's amazing the themes and the things that they um, discover through that practice. Yeah. I want to thank you, first of all, for tying in the neuroscience part of all of this, because people may think it's wishy-washy, you know, meditation, oh, there they go again. But there's a science behind it. Not only is there science behind it, but science backs up the benefits mm -hmm. of just breathing and being able to breathe properly and being mindful. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Tell us about the book and what emergence means to you in relation to your book. I love that because I found a definition that um, you stretched my learning, right? So I went and I was like, hmm, emergence, man, so many definitions. So I'll, I'll share the one that I really like. It's the act of becoming known or coming into view. And that is so perfect for this passion project that I undertook with my daughter during the pandemic. It was one weekend where I just, I, you know, things that were going on with gender bias in my career and um, all of that kind of pent up, seeing what was happening to moms around the world with the pandemic and lockdown. I said, oh my gosh, moms have got to feel appreciated right now because they are the superheroes. Even if you don't want to be called a super mom, you are. <laughs> say that. A, lot of, a lot of women are saying, I don't want that title. It's too much pressure. Well, it's just like in the superhero movies, right? We get to that point where the superhero is like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> There's too much pressure or I can't, I can't do this. Imposter syndrome sneaks in. Um, so that's why we need our moms to feel empowered more than ever because in the history of modern day we have not had this much pressure upon us and so much confusion about what the future holds so with that said the book is around um, making sure moms feel seen and appreciated it's just a reminder and we did it through my mostly my daughter's voice because of little things she would say that would just fill my bucket in the day, especially during the pandemic. I'd be like, oh, thank goodness. She, okay, all this that I'm doing because I look to her as women empowering women begins at home. It's so important to me to set this example for her. And so when I went in full-fledged, okay, 100%, I'm gonna do my own business. Everything I've done was to make sure she can see it at home, right? During my career, it was, she goes to daycare, mommy goes to work. We'd talk about it a little bit, but I couldn't explain what I was doing all day. And so I think that is a beautiful thing about being a mompreneur is your kids can see it in action. Mm -hmm. A lot of moms have their children help them with things, especially if there's product involved or um, something tangible. And so 
with all that said, mm-hmm. emergence for me with tying it back into this Kerr Mama book is your daughter sees you, your son sees you, they appreciate you. What you're doing now will pay dividends in the future. And so it's just a little reminder from a daughter's voice saying, look at my mom, here's what we did together. Here's how I appreciate her. And at the very end, spoiler alerts, we're talking about superheroes. You know, she says that she inspires me and she's my superhero. And so tying all of that together, um, there's been just great feedback from moms and, and friends of moms, people buying it as a gift for moms to remind them, like, we're all part of your village. We all appreciate you and we see you. Yeah, very well said. Yeah. I got goosebumps just hearing when you were talking describing the last part, like this like euphoric energy that's being permeated among other mothers that, yes, I see you, I feel you. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yep. Yeah, and we can't take that for granted, right? Women empowering women. It's such a catchphrase, but what are you doing every day to, to help show that? Mm-hmm. So that is something that um, I'm very passionate about too, is not just speak the speak. We've got to show it and actually walk the walk. That's right. And if you'll allow us, actually, we're talking about the book. Uh, we wanted to promote all of these beautiful illustrations that are in the book. So if you'll allow us, we'll just show a couple of them for the people who are great. listening. Oh, hi. Um, we have an interruption. I apologize. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> you want to say hi? This is Adeline, my inspiration. Hello, you're so beautiful. She did her hair today. Yes, very (laughs) beautiful. Very nice. Say hi and bye. Hi. (laughs) For our listeners, you're going to have to tune in to our YouTube channel to see this beautiful little girl who just showed up here. Hi. 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 And I'll just go, that's perfect. She she <laughs> came in perfectly on cue. Uh, I'm going to share the screen so that people can see the beautiful illustration. So you just saw the beautiful <laughs> little, you said Adeline? Adeline, yeah. Adeline with mommy here. That's <laughs> the cover photo. And then we have some beautiful illustrations with Adeline in her class, hugging mommy, coming to get her. And we have, she inspires me. We really wanted to show this one because like you said, just the fact that they're seeing us do what we're doing, it's such an inspiration and it permeates, like you said, through through time really, because generation after generation, they'll be like, you know, my mom <laughs> used yep. to, and this is so relevant to what we're living today with the masks on the, you know, the, <laughs> that the front door um, it is unfortunately our reality right now, but you made it beautiful and colorful for her. You know, I mean, we have to remember that we are dealing with kids and the way we reflect what this Corona means is going to also be a huge impact on them. So, mm-hmm. and of course the yoga <laughs> poses, which I just love this illustration of her with her tongue out and you doing the yoga pose right there. It's just the cobra. So nice, uh, Lisa. I really, really love this book. It was it was an inspiration for many, I'm sure, to come. Yeah, and that, um, that picture, when you look at the picture prior, so everyone that downloads or purchases the book, they'll see all the illustrations. It's a little subtle, but that's frog pose on the yoga. 
Oh, wait, this one here, right? You go back. Yeah. This yeah. is a frog pose, but once you read the book, you'll understand why she's doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Kids pick up on more than we even realize. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll do a quick shout out the illustrator, Deandra. She is from Malta. She's a young emerging um, artist and, you know, back to women empowering women. When I went out to find an illustrator for this project, that was so important to me. And she just nailed it from the very beginning. We work really well together and she's the quiet art artist type. And so I'm hoping to get her some recognition and do more projects with her because yeah, she definitely needs some shout out and recognition for how absolutely, talented she is. Absolutely beautiful. The, the imagery in here is just stunning. And actually we're gonna, in the description, we'll put her, uh, her link also, if you'll allow us to do that. Uh, we want people to, as soon as you read the book, go on our social media. We'll have the links below. Uh, we'll have uh, Lisa's links also and hashtag career mama, you know, hashtag also the illustrator. And we'll put all of that information down there. That would be great. Absolutely. I loved the illustrations and just how impactful that book is in regards to making us feel like, um, wow, she's bonding with her child in a time where there was so much uh, challenges in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks again so much for being on the podcast. I'm going to stop sharing for a little bit. It was such a pleasure having you. I'm not sure if I forgot anything. Is there anything that- One wanted? last question. Yeah. Sorry. Um, we wanted to leave with one insight that you may have to mompreneurs in remaining, um, you're in, in, overcoming the adversity through or emerging through it if you had one insight to give to mompreneurs mm. what would it be it's um just keep going yeah it's like the just keep swimming song right we've all heard that a thousand yeah. times but what i talk to my um, coaching clients too with their careers when they're just wondering how to be successful or lack of confidence is creeping in and Maybe they're on the job hunt and they're not getting recognized or they're getting ghosted by recruiters. Like, what can I do? You got to keep going. Um, and the reason for that is if you think of all the brilliant people we consider brilliant, right? All the people out there that are highly successful or we consider brilliant, everybody that does any kind of, oh, what do all the successful people have in common? They just take the steps. And so one foot in front of the other, keep going. You'll hit a lot of adversity. You'll be zeroed out in your bank account, but there's always something you can do to move forward. So that's my best advice. Thank you so much for that. It's, it's so true. I mean, remain authentic to yourself and keep going. It's, uh, it's crucial. It's, it's the advice that everybody's like, oh, okay, there we go again. Somebody telling us to just keep going, but it's so true. Once you just put one foot in front of the other, so much can be done. Yep. And it Absolutely. might show up in a different way than you anticipated. Um, but that's okay too. You know, for me, I've in the, even just the last year have businesses I've opened and closed and that's okay because holy cow, how much I learned and I will yeah. not make the same mistakes again. Um, right. so even if you have 
a side gig, but you still have to, you know, pay the bills and do a job. There's still action you can take and just little steps. That's right. Thank Wonderful you so much. Keep on keeping on. Thank you so much. Is there anything else before we close? I think we're good. Well, we Again. To connect with you this way, Lisa. Oh, I'm so thrilled. Thank you so much, mamas. You're seen, you're appreciated. I love your energy. I just, yeah, let's keep working together. Absolutely. That this is one thing that I do not want to stop is the collaboration between mamas who are actually really wanting to make that impact. So thank you again. It's been very lovely to have you. Thank you. We'll continue connecting with you as well. Awesome. I love it. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Hey, kiss your babies. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. These episodes are intended to be of great value to you. And so we hope you truly receive something out of this one. And if you did, don't hesitate to spread the love, leave us a review, comment, Share with one or two people who may resonate with the content and please visit mindfulmompreneurmoments.com for some inspiring content and continue to live with omnipresent awareness and compassionate mindfulness.